If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we have five comics we're going to talk about, plus a lot of other outside things. But first, I want to say <laughs> hi to Tej. Hey, Tej. Hi, Holly. And everybody is getting ready for the new year. This will be our last show of 2016. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I I ironically went and did our. Oh, I listened to our first show of 2016, and I told you, I hope we make it through this year. We made it through this year. We made it through this year. We made it through this year, and it was, yeah, because DC actually relented. Let's do the 2016 review last. Mm-hmm, definitely. Okay. All right. Okay, so this week um, was Christmas week, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Who had his uh, Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the return of Doctor Mysterio, but basically it was Clark Kent and Lois Lane and Superman. Yep, yep. And, and it 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 it's a perfect homage to everything that we love about that. Right. I felt Stephen Moffat gets it because he wrote it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he understands. You know, Lois not knowing at first, but uh, and Clark, he got he nailed Clark. Uh, yep. Even Doctor Who made the comment about how come she didn't know, but he then he kind of understood why. And um, mm-hmm. it was interesting how it came about. Doctor Who was this little kid was he's a comic book freak, and he they actually showed a Superman comic, and it was from. Jurgen's era <laughs> with mm-hmm. Mock and, oh, they showed, they showed, and I'm sitting there going, they which, which, which one of, is that? Uh-huh. They showed a lot of Superman comics. The yeah. one I saw was um, one of my favorites, which is why I saw it, and I was like, <gasps> and then uh, they used Superman Up, Up, and Away, which to oh, me yeah, is... Oh, yeah, with and John's. Yeah, if you, and, and Kurt uh, Busiek. If, That's what I said. If you, yeah, if did I pronounce it wrong? Sorry. Um, okay, you're fine. If, if 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 you read up, up and away, and if you understand what the story is telling you there, um, it's all about how Clark Kent is the hero, right? And and how Superman is sort of just his um, way of being, you know, heroic. Yes, in the superhero sense. But Clark Kent is also, I think, without the Clark Kent persona, which is what we had a huge, you know, big blowout at with the New 52, is that they got rid of that persona. Right. And without that, you lose the essence of Superman. Yeah. And the hero, period. And the only thing uh, is mm-hmm. that when he's a reporter, he's a hero. When he's yeah. just being the farm boy, he's a hero. But and when he puts on the tights, he's a hero. 
So, I mean, people who try to dissect that and now it's, you know, especially since post-crisis, Clark is the guy, has the personality. Superman doesn't have his own personality, okay? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So you can't make him a separate person. He's Clark. He's wearing tights. And he's, you know, he's able to express all his powers as Superman, right? He can mm-hmm. do it as Clark, yeah. but he has to do it, like, super secret. <laughs> Like, you know, cooling down <laughs> Lois's coffee and stuff like that. So, yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, I really enjoyed the episode. I'm sitting there going, really, really, really? And I'm sitting there. And you compare this to the new 52, you're like, Jim Lee and that regime do not understand Superman whatsoever, but Stephen Moffat gets it. And obviously you know, he's a fan yeah. of Superman. You know what I love about it is that it reaffirms because I was very um, depressed when the New 52 was in its long stretching legs run um, because I thought I was you and me and like just our friends, you know, the people we, who we talked to on Twitter and stuff right. were the only ones that, that really got what Superman was all about, right? Right. Um. When you see the sales numbers, no. Um, but, you know, I was like, really, you know, does nobody at DC Comics, the home of Superman, get what Superman is about? And what I realized when I watched this Doctor Who special, and especially when I went on social media and I followed the tag for the Doctor Who Christmas special. Right. Because because I was watching it same time as the UK. So... Right. Um, because we have we have BBC Live, right? Right. And so, what I got from that was, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that loves Clovis, that loves Clark before Superman. Even though I love Superman, right? Right. You love you love Clark Kent first because that's who you that's who you fall in love with. Superman is just sort of your crush, sort of thing. If you get what I mean. And what I loved about it was that I saw that there's people out there who actually want to say uh, and and use their voices to say, yeah, close is the thing. You know, there's a there's a there's a quote from from the, the special that says it's like the gold standard, and. That yeah, the, to me that's what Clovis is, you know. And what I loved especially was we were talking about this in last week's show, and it came to, through in this Doctor Who special was Lois fell in love with Clark, yep. or Grant, yep. with Grant, excuse me. And, he totally, I mean, um, she totally did. Moffat totally brought that out. That yeah, mm-hmm. she was she wanted the story of this guy who saved people but it yeah. was her in this case her nanny uh, yeah. who she really yeah. truly wanted to be with yeah. and so she you know, fell in love I, with him first yeah. you know and I thought I almost cheered when I saw you know saw that scene and I was like yes Moffat gets it you know what I love is that he managed to make Clark Kent, 
more of a guy you want to fall in love with because he's this guy who, um, unfortunately, he's the love of his life, who he has loved since um, since school time. School, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was it was elementary school, if I'm correct. And um, you know, she meets him, and he's with his best friend, and they sort of hit it off. And he waits for her, and I was like, "Yeah, that's Clark," you know. And then after that, she has a baby, and this guy leaves her. And the Clark Kent character, whose name is Grant, sticks around with her yeah. because he knows. Because he knows Lucy Lois is worth waiting around for, and yeah, I just I loved it. Yeah, and he still pursued her. He still chased her. He was still interested. Yes. Which is more Clark Kent we got in one hour than we ever did with the New Fifty Two. Yep. Five years of it. Yep. Hallelujah. <laughs> it was a good. I mean, I was I was totally amazed. I'm sitting there going. Why? Why is DC letting this kid read a Superman comic? And oh yeah, that's that's Jerkins era. Oh my God, it's the nice. Yep. Yeah. It's the nineties comics. It's good comics. <laughs> yeah, it was the one where he was like talking to Ma. You know, and in those days, Ma was old. You know, wasn't yeah, yeah. Until, um, uh, was it Superman for all seasons and Smallville? That they made them younger. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Doctor Who Christmas special, highly recommend. Yeah, I have it recorded. Um, I'm buying the DVD when it comes out here. Yeah. Uh, because all the Christmas specials come out on DVD. Huh? Um, my my whole family watched it, and they were like, "Uh, this is Superman's story," and I'm like. Y'all got it, y'all got it, yes, yes, yes. And they're like, "Uh aha, Lucy, the investigative reporter. Uh Uh-huh, wink, wink, we get it. Nudge, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Okay, so there's a new comic called Love is Love, and I forgot Mm -hmm. who wrote it. Um, You actually saw the comic, and there was a page of Superman, correct? Yes. Um, It's a whole bunch of people um, that have written their own stories. Um, but the one we're interested in and the one we're talking about is the Superman and, and Lois story. Um, that's written by Lila Sturgeon, Sturges, uh, Love is Love, Superman Inspiration. So basically what Love is Love is all about is a comic book put together by Mark and Draco to support um, the LBGT rights community after the whole Orlando massacre that happened. Um, The way it is that over 75, I think, artists and comic book creators have all contributed to this comic from all walks of life. Um, DC allowed their official characters to be used, so you can get Superman, Wonder Woman, all these characters being used. Uh, Batman, Batwoman is in there. Um, and then Archie as well also allowed their characters to be used. Marvel did not participate. Don't know why. Um, and maybe it's because they're owned by Disney now. Who knows? Um, 
but yeah, it it's a good collection of stories. Um, all the proceeds go towards the victims and you know the victims' families and that sort of thing. So it's a if you want to, it's a good charitable cause as well. Um, tons of people have submitted stuff, uh, but also there's also stories about women empowerment, female empowerment in there. Um, it's just a story. It's a story about, you know, fighting against racism. And it's just a collection of stories that I think need to be told uh, because you shouldn't, you shouldn't judge people just because they're different, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, anyway, the, the Superman story is uh, basically an homage to Lois and Clark's love story. Uh, So there's a love letter from Lois Lane to Superman. And it says, In all my travels as a journalist, I have never met a single soul who did not desire to be loved. It is possible for everyone to be loved. And because it is possible, we must do it to make it a reality. It sounds simple even naive, love everyone. It is not simple. It is the hardest thing we will ever do. But we will do it because we must, because our future depends on it. You're an inspiration to everyone. But the person who wrote these words is my hero. Oh, okay, sorry. That, this is, the, this is the, the writer writing to Superman and Lois now, right? So that was uh, where it ends. Our future depends on it. Is from Lois Lane, and so then Lila writes her love letter to Superman and Lois Lane, and she says, "You're an inspiration to everyone, Superman. But the person who wrote this, these words is my hero, the person who inspires me, a future co-worker of yours, and you're just gonna love her. Oh, Superboy, the best part of your history is right around the corner." And so it's, yeah, it's an homage to what Lois Lane has written about loving everybody and how it's a simple thing, but it's sometimes the hardest to do. And she talks about, you know, Lois being her hero. And that's not a bad thing. We need more people to like Lois Lane. But yeah, I thought it was sweet. I, I, the art is really good because it's this huge poster of Superman with the American and uh, gay pride um, rainbow flag, you know, on on either side, which I think is nice. And I think it's a nice homage. And we should try to love everybody. Yes, listen to Lois, people. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see why. I don't see why loving people should be hard. You know what I'm saying? Well, sometimes it is. I mean, come on. If you're in a relationship, sometimes, I don't know. I guess you could love them. Um, sometimes liking them but, is hard part. <laughs> That's a very good thing. You can love them, but sometimes not hating them is the hard part. Yeah. So, um, Okay. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. 
um, has been cast as Black Adam, and apparently him and Henry are hanging out in London. Uh, no, in uh, Dwayne's house in Cali, uh, or in Miami, I'm confused. Um, Henry was invited to spend Christmas with the uh, Johnson family. And I was like, oh. What's Henry okay. doing in Florida? Um, Henry has been in Florida because he's training with a martial arts specialist. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking he's trying to do all the, um, because this is a Dan Jurgens thing, he introduced it, uh, well, reintroduced it to the modern era of comics um, where Clark learns after the death and return and resurrection of Superman, Clark actually learns multiple forms of uh, Kryptonian martial arts. And like Klukor and all that. Yep, and then Leighton, yeah. Yeah, and then later on, he uh, obviously teaches it to Lois Lane. Right. Um, it was a it was a Bronze Age thing where Lois Lane learned multiple forms of Kryptonian martial arts. Um, it wasn't the Lois Lane on Earth One; it was the Earth Two one that was married to Superman and hung out with Batman and Selina Kyle and those, those right. sorts of things. Yeah. So, and I remember I loved this comic because Batman says. Lois Lane is more efficient in martial arts than he is. So I was like, yes. <laughs> Batman said Lois is a great fighter. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. and that story where Lois actually uses, I think it's Rouds Hokism or something like that, it um, has to do with Satanus. And yes. in order to save the world, Clark turns himself over to Satanus. Um, mm-hmm. It's Lois through her connection using this Kryptonian martial art, um, which is more like it's a, like a meditation thing rather than a you know, mm-hmm. like Tai Chi, I believe. Yeah, Tai Chi is mm-hmm. basically um, slow motion martial art. <laughs> yeah, it's harnessing. Yeah, it's harnessing one's own um, energy. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. And, so anyway, she uh, saves Clark but, using that because nobody knew, you know, where he was or anything. And she, and it's, it gave him hope, and it was a good story. I I, I read it every once in a while. So uh, I also read it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So Dwayne but, Johnson. Well, you know, Dwayne can also help Henry with, um, you know, in what we call wrestling, wrestling entertainment. Yep. Let's say it that way. You know, Dwayne probably, he's worked with, I don't know how many, you know, people for over the years. Plus, he's probably trained a few people. And he could show mm-hmm. him how to take a fall, how to take, you know, how to do this, how to do that, without getting hurt. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think, yeah. It's interesting that he gave Henry the invitation. I mean, obviously they have some kind of relationship that he would invite him to Florida. Or uh, definitely. To, his home, Def- uh, to his home, to his yeah. family home where he's spending Christmas with the Johnson family right. or at least, you know, days before Christmas or whatever it is. Right. Um, and, and they were basically just having, um, Henry was having Jack Daniels, single barrel. I know that very well. Uh, <laughs> Damn. And, no. That stuff I'm, makes I'm, my head turn to the left. 
I can't do it. Uh, no, listen, I can hold my liquor. Um, uh, I, I can hold my liquor too, but that stuff, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and um, Dwayne was having uh, Louis the Fourteenth, I believe, very expensive uh, cognac. Yeah. And um, I have never had it. I've been, I've had the honor of being very close to it behind a bulletproof glass, but it is very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is very nice alcohol, I'm told. Um, and. I, I I was the only person right or like hundreds of people were commenting, mostly guys. What are they drinking? Uh, and here, Clovis Lover, right? Clovis Lover replies. Uh, so Henry's having Jack Daniel's single barrel. Um, you know, The Rock's having cognac. Louis, blah, 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 blah. and they're like, damn, go okay. And I had like fifty people liking my stuff on Henry's thing, and I was like, please, just just Henry see my thing, you know, which is Henry. Um, but anyway, I was beyond fangirling. Um, I was very interested about this because there's been this rumor that uh, the Shazam movie has been taken off the DC slot right. to be um, replaced with something that they might be more interested in, like maybe a Green Lantern movie or... Uh, a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie. Who knows, right? Man of Steel 2, maybe. Um, And there has been, like, the rumor is that Shazam is just cancelled, just not, it's like not cancelled, right? No casting has been done. The only person who has been cast has been The Rock, but he hasn't been cast for a Shazam movie, he's just been cast as Black Adam. Right, so I'm sitting there and I'm saying, well, there's a there's a pretty famous comic, you know, with the whole dark side thing and everything where he resurrects Black Adam um, from wherever he was and in some pyramid somewhere, and he fights Superman. Right, it is no Shazam in the story, and it's just Black Adam versus Superman. Right, right. And eventually they find out that, I, I think it was Desaad who was mind-controlling him. Oh, probably. And pro- probably. Or, oh, Granny Goodness, who knows? Yeah, um, well, I don't know. It depends on if they introduce Granny Goodness. It was always Desaad, and then Granny, I think Granny Goodness was later. Yes, Granny Goodness was, um, she was a... a a Jack Kirby creation, but Dussard was more like his henchman yeah. sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And so I'm I'm like, you know what? I would take Man of Steel 2 with a good Clark Kent and Lois Lane story and you're just throwing Black Adam there for like the punching fighting Well, thing. I mean, let's look at this. I mean, we've got Justice League. We don't know who the villain is. In Justice League, correct? Well, we can sort of guess it's Parademons and, and Steppenwolf. Right. And, so it starts yeah. related. So then as yeah. the aftermath, a Man of Steel 2 will be dealing, I don't know, totally, I doubt totally with Black Adam. I think there will be other things going on as well. Probably Lex. Uh, I, 
Um, yes. I think, you know, he is magical. Yes. So that gives, I mean, we saw Kryptonite <laughs> before, <laughs> you know, in uh, Batman versus Superman. I don't know what they'll introduce in Justice League, if they'll introduce anything. But then the Man of Steel 2 would have um, magic as his weakness, which is more development for the Superman character. Um, mm-hmm. Also, because, um, you know, Black Adam is really not a Superman villain. No, he's not. <laughs> but um, they could see how well this does and then decide later, you know, what they're going to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I suspect that they'll use Man of Steel 2 like they used um, Suicide Squad and, you know, Batman versus Superman. Um, we'll see glimpses of people, you know, that don't necessarily relate to the main theme of the movie, but... We're like, oh, when when are they going to show up? You know, yeah. I think so. I yeah. Um, so yeah, I you know that's fine. Um, of all the characters, they you know because I mean they could have introduced. You know, I would love for them to do Mixie, but I don't know why DC is just so like backing off Mixie. I don't even know why. Um, <laughs> but um, Black Adam, you know, he's. You know, big, bulky. Um, he's magical. He's a villain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there'll be all those action scenes. You know, battle, battle, battle. You know, you could do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah. Because you just talked about with with Dwayne the Rock, he can do some fight scenes. So right, and Mixie, you, you don't do battle scenes. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, psychological think- and yeah. But I actually believe, I just, you know, come on. I actually believe that they're actually going to introduce like a Mixie character with Flash. Because. I don't want Mixie, if, period. I don't Mixie character. Forget that. That's like. Uh, okay. Like, you know, New 52 Superman was really Superman, you know. It's like. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not giving him a name. Let's just say that he could be Batmite or he could be Mixie. Um. Because when I was reading the, um, what was it, the uh, director of Flash was replaced, right? Right. Uh, because creative differences, right? Um, and I the, like the, a horror director, right? No, no, no. They've, they've got no director yet. The, the horror director oh. for Aquaman. Aquaman is, okay, is gotcha. in full swing. Okay. Yeah. Aquaman is, is going ahead in, in Australia. Apparently, they're filming somewhere in secret in Australia. I'm like, Australian people, get on it. Get me some pictures. Come on, Aussies. Come on. Get me some pictures of Jason Momoa coming out of the Pacific Ocean, please. Thank you very much. Um, oh, like, Australia's had its problems lately. Well, can you imagine? Uh, yeah, I know. So that could be delaying... That could be because they had fires, they had floods, they had earthquakes, fires. tsunamis, earthquakes, yeah. earthquakes, tsunamis, hurricane winds. So I'm like, shame. So it well, really depends on which coast they're doing their stuff on. Yeah, uh, I think they're filming on the Golden, the the Great Barrier Reef. They're using the 
they're going to be using a lot of the uh, aquatic life there because there's a lot of corals that are, uh, what was the word they used, alien, sort of. And, you know, it, it, well, and and a lot of the, the, unfortunately, a lot of the coral reef is dead. True, unfortunately. But they've created this massive, um, what's it, indoor shooting green screen thing where they've uh, recreated the, the uh, aquatic life there. Right, right. So, yeah, it, it will be the biggest, yeah, it will be the biggest water stage ever used. So. Right. Yay, Aquaman. Um, yeah, but anyway, they've they've cast uh, Orem for the Aquaman movie. That's like going into full swing there. Oh yeah. So I can definitely see them doing. Oh, and I loved this interview they did with the um, actor who's Patrick somebody has been Patrick Wilson has been cast as Aquaman. He played Owlman in Watchmen. And so he's been cast as Orem, which is Aquaman's half-brother, evil guy, Ocean Master, in uh, the Aquaman movie. And so he went on Good Morning America, whatever, some show, and they handed him a comic and an action figure, like, you know, to say, you're an action figure and this is the comic and stuff. And he looks at it and he says, oh, this is the New 52. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, I need to get this on a loop. I need to get yeah. this gift because Definitely. He looked, he's so, he's so, dis- because he was so excited. They're like, you're an action figure. And he's like, yeah, I need to go give this to my kid. Oh, it's a new 52. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. Is his name really Patrick Wilson? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Patrick Wilson. Uh, I will check on my phone as I'm speaking because I follow him now. Uh, because he does not like the new 52, so yay. Our kind of guy. Uh, yeah, he's definitely our kind of guy. Uh, Ocean Master. Come on, come on. I have to look it up. Because I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'll send you... I will send you the link to that video if I find it. Okay. Yes, Patrick Wilson... We'll play Aurum Ocean Master in the Aquaman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he uh, uh, he was like, oh, the new 52. And I was like... <laughs> the people who gave it to him probably looked at him like, what? <laughs> yeah, the people that gave it to him, you could see, were clueless. And they were like, huh? <laughs> you know, but totally I was... of it, right? Yeah. I was myself laughing because I was like, you get it, guy, you get it. <laughs> I like you already. <laughs> yeah, and he looks so disappointed. I was like, just... And then, you know what is so funny? The new 52 Aquaman wasn't bad compared to, like, Superman and, and oh, yeah. Wonder Woman and stuff. Right. And for, to say that about the new 52 Aquaman, I was like... Uh, anyway, uh, how did we get to how did we get to Aquaman from Man of Steel to anyway? Uh, if Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Henry Cavill you are doing Man of Steel two, I am all happy with that. I don't mind. Uh, they have the same uh, they have the same uh, agent. Oh. And the and the agent was because Henry changed his agent to Dwayne's agent. 
So there must be some kind of bromance going on there behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, everybody that kind of bro- stuff. Yeah, everybody has a bromance with Henry. Like, period. Uh, Army Hammer apparently has been cast in some mystery role for the DCEU, and he was like favoriting all these tweets that said he's he's probably cast as like somebody strange like the Green Lantern or something. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't go with the white Green Lantern. I'm not being racist. I'm just like, nobody knows him. And uh, I'm... With Hal? Yeah, I'm like, don't cast Hell, try and wash that that stain away. Um, I would actually like to see Army Hammer as Booster Gold for some odd reason. Is he blonde? Yeah, he's blonde, blonde. He's like okay, well, the there. There you gold. go. He's Booster Gold. Yeah, he's got the Booster Gold. He's got blue eyes. He's got the Booster Gold haircut. He's got the nose and face and everything. He's ready to Does go. Does he have that he's got smile that glint that gleams? Oh my God! His teeth will glint and glitter. Yes, he played he played Prince Charming, okay, in a recreation of Snow White, so he can pull it off. Okay. Um. He's booster gold. Yeah, he he's booster gold. He's got <laughs> nice tan, blue eyes, blonde blonde hair. He can go. Okay. Um. Uh, but yeah, that's all the DC in you. We got like rumors running around. Oh. Yeah. Okay, you did. Uh, yeah, next year I think will be our year. I think we're going to get a lot more information well, yeah. in the new year. Well, by July we'll get a lot more information. Hells, yeah, because June Wonder Woman's coming out, so. <laughs> well, and July is Comic-Con. <laughs> Can you imagine that Comic-Con? <gasps> yeah. Um, okay, so you found a comic from Dan Jurgen Zero Nineties called Superman Reborn. Yes, I did. It was a Superman comic that Dan Jurgens wrote. Um can't remember the number. Don't don't ask I didn't write all this down. Um because I was completely not organized. Uh but yeah, <laughs> I found a comic. That was written in Dan Jurgens era and it's during the, I said, I told you this last week, I found it really odd because they're loading all these old, 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 old comics. Right. And it's all the, um, what you call it, electric blue, electric red Superman. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I didn't read... Electric Blue, Electric Red Superman. I don't particularly like it. Yeah, I don't like um, it. Yeah, I just don't you, understand. So, so do you think they're going to do that again? They're going to take us into electric? Because quite frankly, New 52 Superman wasn't Superman. And supposedly this post-crisis guy showing up isn't really Superman either or not who we think mm-hmm. it. So why would mm-hmm. they go into red versus blue electric supermen who aren't really Superman? Mhm. Yeah. I have no idea. I can honestly not answer that. Um because to me I like I said I've I've never read Electric Blue Electric Red Superman. I don't know 
what it's about. Um, I just wasn't interested in having Superman split. Um, and yeah, I just was like, bleh. you know, this is this is boring. This is like not good storytelling. Well, and what I yeah, what yeah. I noticed about it was. Dan Jurgen stayed very far away from it. He was writing comics during this era, but he kept Clark as Clark. Yeah. And and he wrote um, stories about Clark doing investigative work. Right. So I was like, this is strange, you know. Yeah, okay, I found the, the issue. It is Superman, uh, Volume 2, Number one, two, three, which is very easy to remember. Right. Uh, written by Dan Jurgens. Yeah, and and he's got in in all his comics, he has Superman still not so much electrified. And so I'm like, if Dan Jurgens is really in charge of the Superman family now. You know, I don't think... I think... I honestly think it's a red herring to put us off. It could be a modus operandi where they, you know, they let you see where he had been separated before. But now he's separated again, maybe in a different way, or they're going to allow... See, here's the thing. You know, they have to do right by New 52 Lois. Mm, and Superman. Well, yeah, but I'm saying New 52. I mean, we had, you know, New 52 Supes, Um, You know, but he was much more prominent than Lois was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have to really reconcile Lois, New 52, because... They basically just shoved her to the curb and, you know, and didn't do anything with her except make her a punching bag. Or, mm. you know, when they did do something with her, you know, she saved the day, but then not really. Oh, she's green. No, she's not green. You know, they totally screwed it up. And, you know, we never got to see their courtship. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a five-year gap that needs explaining. and. Mm-hmm. And mostly because it probably would explain, you know, and, okay, so I thought about this. Post-Crisis Superman showed up the same time as Superman in the New 52, which would have been 10 years ago is what they said, right? 10 years, yep. Right. So year one, New 52 jumps to year five. So it's like four or five years that post-crisis guy was by himself because we don't know Mm -hmm. what the hell 252 dude was doing because they didn't write it. Right. So to me, if they want to do something really cool, they can have two sets of Superman. Superman and Lois over here, this story. Superman and Lois over here, this story. I mean, Batman's got umpteen bajillion versions. Batman 66, Batman up your butt, Batman, you know. (laughs) 
Batman, All-Star Batman, 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 Detective. Okay. Right. Why can't we have two sets of Superman? He can do it. Right. And when when you told me... With the Earth 1 and Earth 2 thing. Right. When, When you told me about your idea, right, I'm fully on board with this because... Let me tell you something, DC. I know one of y'all are listening to us on the show because y'all use some of our ideas eventually. Um, <laughs> I do not mind Clovis squared, okay? Right. We can handle. We can handle having in two separate books, two separate Clovises, right? Right. We we're not stupid. We can handle it, right? We can even handle. Action comics, and then like four pages in the back with New Fifty Two clothes. Right, right. We can do that. Um, the Batman. I so I went and I did research on this. I read Batman comic after Batman comic, and I found the loophole that we're looking for. Um, Batman and Detective Comics right now in Rebirth do not coincide and gel with the story that is happening in All-Star Batman, which is being written by Scott Snyder. And uh, Jock is now drawing. J.R.J.R. disappeared. He vanished, vamoosed off the book. What happened to Um, him? I don't know. Maybe he got bored drawing Batman. Maybe he just wanted to do Frank Miller's book. Well, he did one into that, right? Uh, He did three issues. Oh, three. Yeah, he he helped out... uh, Jim Lee, because Jim Lee was supposed to do a special well, yeah. like all-star yeah. yeah, yeah, he he helped out Jim Lee because Jim Lee was like backed up drawing blueberry boxes. Who knows what? I don't know. Uh, he was drawing a whatever cover. Who knows? Whatever. Um, and so now Jock is on the book, and I know Jock and and Scott Snyder have this. Really, really old relationship. Uh, he was doing um, Scott Snyder's detective comics before the reboot, so that's how far back they go. Right. Um, and so I read All Star All All Star Superman, All Star Batman, and I read and I'm reading Detective Comics and Batman to look for where Doctor Oz is, Mister Oz. Sorry. Yes. Um, y'all know who y'all know who I'm talking about. And As. and. Yeah, and it's completely different. Completely, it's like two different Batmans are running around. Right. So um, we'll just call it, you know, Superman Unchained Continued. Well, you know, here's, here's the thing. We've had Earth 1 and 2, not only in the Bronze Age, but we've had it in the New 52. Yeah, mm-hmm. we weren't confused. On more than one occasion. Including not only in the Earth Two book, but also in Batman Superman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How many times is yeah, World's Finest? Yeah. World's Finest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how many times did they visit that? So, you know, people didn't get confused. No, yeah, people got confused with the Fomance. Yeah. Right. People like didn't it. get confused. Yeah, people didn't get confused with Earth 1 and Earth 2. Nope. Like, you give them different costumes, yeah. right? And it works out fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, one's know. older. The other one's not. Yeah, not so old. Yeah. Yeah, give post crisis some gray streaks. It's fine, you know. Um, make one more square jawed than the other. Give one a spit curl. Give one a fringe. It, it, it works, right? Well, they both uh, have, we, to have a spit curl. I'm sorry. Okay. Give one a yellow belt, one a red belt. This. Yeah, whatever. Sort it out. But even the post crisis Superman at this time has blue boots. True. Why Give him red boots. He have blue boots. Give him red boots. Give him red boots, and I'll be happy. Well, the thing about it is, is that when he gets the red boots, he will really be Superman. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. You know, New Fifty Two. And New Fifty Two. New Fifty Two. Superman. When he got rid of the yeah. collar, he was more Superman, but it wasn't him. It was Post Crisis guy. Those crisis guys got yep. blue boots. When he gets the red boots, then he'll be Superman. And I don't see why they can't have more than one Superman. I mean, come on. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll never understand that. You How know, many Robins oh, do I, we have? Oh, that's a trick question. Two. Two. Well, I mean, one, one is dead. One's dead. Sort of. Well, no, we'll talk about that. That's really cool. Um, Okay, we've got (laughs) Damien. We have Tim, who's Red Robin. He's dead. No, he's not. He's still alive. He's still doing his thing. Um, Jason's still alive in the DCU. He was a Robin. Nightwing was a Robin. uh, What about this? Is there any, is Carrie Kelly, well, Carrie Kelly somewhere, isn't she? Uh-uh. Okay. She, she doesn't, she doesn't exist in the now rebirth world. She did in, in New 52. Right, right. But people, people, but then that got very confusing because they were trying to somehow, I don't know, fuse Frank Miller's world with the New 52. Good luck with like, that. Like, why would you want to put shit with shit and make like a shit cake? You know, yeah, really. That that oh, that don't you know, playing on his knees in front of Frank Miller. Um, okay. So we're not <laughs> sure what the, I mean. Superman Reborn is pretty. Is I mean, it's not a title that's not been used before. Okay, no, if yes. we went back into you know pre-war or post-war comics. You know, I know mm-hmm. that even on, like, videos when they were, like, doing um, Smallville videos, somebody called, named their thing, their video, which was very, very good, by the way, Superman Reborn. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll have to see what they're going to do with the title now. Um, so this Rebirth stuff is building up to Superman Reborn. Is anybody else getting reborn? Any of those other main characters? <laughs> No, the only so. character that's going, yeah, the only character that's going through a main sort of shift, and that is actually having a coherent story through all the books, right, is Superman. Right, is Superman. I'm actually very, very um, happy with the Superman stories right now because they gel together. Right. You can see where the puzzle pieces fit. Uh. Yeah, take out Sideho, and we got a good, good thing going. Yeah, 
Well, side hoe is not a rebirth book. No. I it's don't care. That last How often ex- Phil Jimenez says it, it ain't. It's a new 52 like, book. You know when you flush a toilet and then you still have, like, a, a speck of, like, crap, you know, that's that lingering there. That's what that's what Superwoman is. It's like that we flush the toilet, the new 52 is gone, but there's still that one piece that's, like, floating and trying to survive. So we've got to flush the toilet again now and put some, like, detergent and rinse it out and make it clean. Right. Which means get rid of Superwoman. Yeah, really. When's that going to Soon, I hope. I hope soon because it, I mean, it's not worth it. It's like, it's doing worse than the Fomance. Oh, yeah. At this point. Yeah. Right? And if they can cancel the Fomance, they can cancel this stupid book. So, we have, first up, Justice League versus Suicide Squad. This is supposedly the story that's going to connect Rebirth with Reborn, right? Yep. I don't know how. But yeah, especially since yep. in the first issue, and they introduced everybody but Superman. Mm-hmm. Now, we, it's it's called, uh, let's see, The Nightmare Army Ver- of Maxwell, of Max Lord, okay? Mm-hmm. And we got introduced to them, to them in the last issue, number one. This is, we're now reading two of six. So it's not going to last too much longer, boys and girls. So be and, and it's weekly. January. It's weekly, so it'll get yeah. over faster. Yeah. So by the end of January? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Because they said it's two months, December and January. Two right. Months. So we've got, um, on the variant covers, there's two variant covers. Mm-hmm. Both of them have Superman on it. Yep, and the other one by actually both are really good covers. Yes, for Superman. Terry Dobson did Some one, and who did the other one? I think it was Amanda Connor. Yes, that's right. It looks like Amanda's stuff. Um, he's fighting. What's that chick? Emerald Empress, isn't it? She's no. This is, this is different. Oh no, this is a different one. She's Enchantress. Keep oh. keep track. I'll keep track for you. I'll keep track for you, Holly. What? Don't worry. Well, isn't Emerald Empress in Emerald Empress? Maxwell Emerald Lord thing? Yeah, yeah. That's Maxwell Lord's people. And Enchantress is in the Suicide Squad. And I was like, okay. Someone, someone's going to get confused. They're both chicks with magic that have green. That wear green. Someone's going to get confused. <laughs> yeah, are they going to put them together and t- declare them twins? What are they going to do? So, I don't know. I'll, I'll but, wait for them to meet and be like, you copied my style. <laughs> yes. Superman then wasn't in this issue that much. No, I was so disappointed with the way they used Superman because they made him the weak link of the Justice League. And I'm like, uh-uh. The Superman is never the reason why the Justice League falls. He's the reason why the Justice League survives. And they got the entire magic thing wrong because I asked um Tasha since nineteen thirty eight. Yeah. Um on everywhere I asked her because she knows how to explain this really well. And 
she said that magic doesn't weaken Superman. It's a common misconception. What magic does is it treats him the same way it would treat you and me, right? So let's just he's say vulnerable he's vulnerable to it. It's not that it's he's vulnerable. Yeah. It's not like kryptonite yeah. where it makes him weak. It's he's vulnerable yeah. to magic, so, so therefore it works on him. Yeah, yeah, it works on him. That's the the, the thing. Yeah, and um, like she, so she explained it to me. Like if you and I were to walk up to a magician, he would be able to like hypnotize us, right? Yeah. Right. And he would be able to do the same thing to Superman. She's uh, the way she equated it, which is brilliant in in my mind, is it makes Superman just the same as Batman. His powers still work, right? But he is affected by magic. But then I used logic, obviously. So if you can equate Batman to defeating Enchantress, Superman, by that logic, can then defeat Enchantress. And she said, I'm correct, right? So I went into my archives and I dug up some stuff. Batman has defeated Enchantress. And I went into more archives and dug up more stuff because, hey, I'm on holiday. What else to do? Um, This is pre-Flashpoint Superman, right? Right. And so he he should have the same powers as Superman that came back from the dead that was in the 90s and 2000s. Right. And so in the 2000s, in the Superman Batman comics, Zatanna actually puts barriers on him uh, to protect him from dark magic. Now, dark magic is classified as any magic that wants to harm you. So, by my logic... Then, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's not... Light magic is to heal, to help, to make better. Dark magic is to cause harm, to cause death, to cause sickness, to cause illness. And so Superman and Lois Lane both have barriers against, like, for example, if somebody wanted to do voodoo on Superman, they wouldn't be able to do it because it's dark magic. Its its aim is to harm him. And so, so Superman and Lois Lane have this, right, this barrier against dark magic. And I'm saying I did, definitely did more research than this writer of this comic. Did you go somewhere? Uh-oh. Goodness me. I have to see if she went somewhere, boys and girls. Oh, let's see. Okay, right now I've, I'm looking at, um, let me minimize this. Oops. Yep, Tej is gone. Um, so apparently they, but, you know, they did so much with the new 52 that, you know, I don't know what this guy's deal is. Uh, is it Josh Williamson that's writing this? I guess. But, you know, these guys walk into some of the stuff and they don't have the history that the fans do. You know, the fans always know more than they do half the time. 
Um, so right now, Superman is fighting Enchantress, and she is demon possessed. So when she's kind of like her normal self, he talks to her and he says, you know, he he can help her and stuff. And then that's when the demon takes over and she sucker punches him, of course. Um, and so there's a bunch of fighting. Killer Frost takes on Cyborg, um, the fire demon guy. I don't know who he is. Diablo, I guess. He takes on the two Green Lanterns and says, oh, you're not really Green Lanterns. Flash and Captain Boomerang, of course. Um... And Aquaman and Killer Croc. That was kind of interesting. And we've got Batman and Deadshot. Great insult. And then Harley shows up. <laughs> Wonder Woman's taking care, going after her. And yeah, so we got Amanda Waller. Um, and um, she tells Killer Frost to absorb Superman's and life force. Nice going, Waller. Which I don't like at all. Here's Tej. Hey, Tej. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It just crashed. <laughs> It just all crashed. Um, yeah, what did you think of Waller telling Killer Frost to take Superman's life force? Seriously? I was like, his life force is provided by the sun. Wouldn't it melt her? I would think so. I'd be like, I would th- listen. When vampires try what? to fight him, they die because he's, you know, a solar battery. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all captured, and of course they got him under a red sun. Mhm. Yeah, I I basically was very confused because um I didn't understand how Killer Frost absorbed his his life force yeah. energy. Yeah. Because he's solar uh, I, energy, and she's frost. Yeah, but more than that, when when did she get? Um, right, okay. Her 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 powers somehow include. I thought she just makes ice, right? But apparently, she can fatally absor- absorb heat from living creatures. Oh. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, yeah, but how does that work? How do you then convert heat into ice? You know. And there's a way. That they do it, and they do it in the jungle. And the, what was the name of that movie with Harrison Ford was the dad and River Phoenix was the son? I can't remember. But that's what they did. They took the heat and made ice. Okay. Oh, All right. It, the, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's possible. But. It's possible. I didn't I didn't like it. I'm, I'm trying to find my Superman ways around this. I'm like, dude has the force of the sun in his chest. And right. 
You're telling me that's not going to melt a little ice? Yeah, I... Here's here's what I'm wondering. Okay, so now the big deal is, okay, so this is the second issue. Now they've captured the entire Justice League, and so they're going to turn them into like a quote-unquote suicide squad. Okay, one, Mm -hmm. the original suicide squad, who's still around, have criminal minds. Okay, they think criminally. Yep. The Justice League has a completely different mindset. They're hero-minded. They're do-gooders, you know, for lack of a better word. They're altruistic, right? Yep. They're not going to work the same as, you know, criminals. Yep. Because they were already doing this stuff. They didn't have to be forced to do it. Now, Waller thinks, what are they going to do, put a bomb in Clark's neck? I don't think. I want to see her try. I want to see her try. Well, she could try to see her red sunlight. I mean, uh, Mm. everybody seems to have these light bulbs from Kryptonian red sun. Is it like the, you know, the red lights under the, you know, over the food at the restaurant? (laughs) Is that what it is? Is it the red light? Is it the red light you used to develop photos back in the day? Is that it? (laughs) So. I I don't. It's, no, listen, red lights. The way it was explained to me in science class is it's a completely different frequency. Right. And yeah, everything it's a different frequency for that matter, but yeah. And exactly. And it can't, it needs to work at a different, I mean, there are red suns in the world. Right. That's a given, right? You look up into the sky, you will see a red sun. There's universe. And. Yeah, it's the but it's at a different frequency. It works a different way. You can't just put a light bulb under him. <laughs> so um, that, that that's everybody now has a red sun technology. Batman has it in his suit. Lex has it in his building. Amanda Waller has it because she she made the, these cells perfectly for the Justice League. And I'm thinking, mm, yeah, it's like. You know, there was this this one thing um, posted on, on Twitter uh, when, <laughs> it's actually really funny, it was during this, like, role-play story. I follow these role-play people on Twitter. And this one person got so upset because they said, you can't just go and buy kryptonite in a supermarket, okay? It's <laughs> You don't get it at Walmart, two for one, you know? It's a rare substance treated that way. And same goes for red sun. It's a rare substance. Right? Only certain people can create these things. So, yeah. Yeah, I resent the fact that they basically are making Superman a hamburger to keep warm. All I'm saying. So I assume that they need the Justice League to work as the Suicide Squad to take on Maxwell Lord's bunch. Yeah, uh, this story is getting boring very fast. Yeah, especially since they didn't introduce Superman in the first one. Listen, you don't introduce Superman in the first story. You then treat him like a chump, right, right, in the second one. Well, and to a hamburger under the keep warm light. 
okay, he's a hamburger now, officially. And I'm like, uh-uh, no. I want good Superman stories. I've yeah. been treated badly for five years. Not going to read this stuff. And a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people are like, yeah, a lot of people, I was reading uh, some tweets and stuff. People were, you know, we just got back um, post-crisis Superman, who is phenomenally strong. Right. And you're treating him like, like I said, like a chump, or you, like a hamburger, you know. Yep. And he's not a piece of meat that you can just beat up, okay? And your story doesn't become better when you beat up Superman. Well, so I go back to Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. The writers of that said we had we had, a lot of times we have to incapacitate Superman in order to make get everybody else to have a story. Mm. Because you know, Supes could take care of it like you know in a split second if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now he's under yeah. the warm light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the yeah, whatever. Um, you know what? Oh, that says to me it just says that. People don't have creative skills enough to write a story. Um, If you wanted to make Superman a hamburger under a warm light, just don't put him in the story then. Say he's with Lois, having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) Detective Comics. The only reason I'm reading this is because... Let's see if they show Mr. Oz again. <laughs> and they did. I want I want to see and I have faith in Tim Drake because he is smarter than Batman. Um and we've seen how smart he is when he works with Lois in Future's End. Right. So and, and he's a good uh hero, I believe. Um and so I'm I'm excited. I I want to see him be heroic. Um, and he escaped. Oh my God! He actually escaped from Doctor Oz's. No, he didn't. Excuse me. Yeah, he sort of, and then that's no, where the of. flash of light comes. Yeah, yeah, he 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 gets out of the cell. The flash of light. Comes. Yeah, the flash of light comes, and he's back in. So I was like, oh, put to me. Try did, again. Yeah, he was allowed. Try again. To he me. had for like a split second, and then he didn't. Yeah, try again to me. Try again. Yeah. You can do it. Now, we have Stephanie Brown who's wreaking havoc, you know, because she thinks Tim died and she met, she talked to AI Tim, I guess, previously. But here we go. Batman's taking the guilt on because he just wasn't paying attention to her grief. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm saying, really? You know? Yeah, I'm like... Oi, who's the drama king around here? Batman. So he's taking on the guilt of that because, you know, he didn't pay attention to her because she was, you know, mourning and he, you know, he should have comforted her more or something. Well, I was surprised he even showed up. <laughs> Went in, the, in that issue where, you know, Tim had died, supposedly, and she was crying and there's this big splash page. He's holding her. I thought that yeah, was huge, yeah. and now it's like, oh, I didn't put enough attention to her. I'm like, when you make up your freaking mind? Yeah, he hugged her. You know, what was he supposed to do, make her a cup of tea, tuck her into bed? I don't think so. 
So we had we had yeah. Stephanie, we had Cassie, we had Kate. All the girls mm-hmm. were in this one. Yeah. I definitely think Steph Brown is being brainwashed or something manipulated by evil technology. Maybe. Somebody ripped the wiring out of the bat signal. <laughs> Seriously? Really? That's funny. Yeah, she's still um She's talking to what? Roy Harper? I have no idea who she's talking to. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> please, Steph, please respond. Kath and I are looking for you everywhere. Is that Roy Harper? I thought Roy Harper was what? What's his name? Red Hood. Well, oh, where is he? I don't know. I don't hmm. know. I haven't been reading it enough to know. So, we see a picture of Tim and uh, Steph that she's looking at, mm-hmm. and they um, they were wearing doggy faces or something. And anyway, it was a cute little picture. We see the same picture on a uh, laptop, and mm-hmm. we see um, one of Robin's, I don't know what you would call that, it's his computerized gauntlet. Thing. Yeah, he has um on his glove because he's like a techno wizard. Right. He has a mini bat computer on. It's like a little tablet thing that they put on his glove. Right. So he can like hack into stuff and things. So it says very far away, and it has him sitting at a computer with all these tools and parts around him. Plus his yep. outfit, right? I'm sitting there going, where yep. in the heck ha- is he that he gets tools, a laptop, uh, you know, parts? Where is he? So that's all. That's all in his belt. <laughs> yeah, it's all in his utility belt, right? I mean, there's just. I mean, there's. A, he looks like a hoarder. And <laughs> so he puts together something, some kind of, I don't know, a glue gun, but it's not a glue gun. It's a. It's actually supposedly burns through steel, so he mm-hmm. he uses it to quote unquote burn through, and something bounces out of it. What the heck was that? Some round thing. Ooh. Some yeah. Some round lock? thing. Is it like a nut or a bolt? Yeah, it's like the door lock, I think. And then he's coming. Oh, like a yeah. He's Red Robin, cause, so you get the double R on his thing. And so he comes out, right, and, he, you know, he's got rips in his outfit and stuff. And he's like, can anybody hear me? This is Red Robin putting out an all-points bulletin. So he's talking into his sleeve, of course. He says, I am alive mm-hmm. and captured. I repeat, I am alive and captured. And then he goes, what? That's not possible. That's, and all of a sudden we see the whole blue thing, electric crap going on in a circle. And mm-hmm. looking at it on there. On some, oh, it's inside the cell. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. inside his cell. And there's not a like a door lock that he imagined himself getting rid of. It's got a digital thing there. 
Yeah, it's like yeah, it's confusing. How did he cut out? How did he cut yeah. out of steel? Unless they upgraded his containment well, unit. Steel. I mean, I think all that was in his head. Mm, okay. And he goes, I don't, I don't understand. And we see that yeah. he's still in his cell, and his cell looks the same as it did before. Yeah. And he's like. Puts his head against the wall, the glass door, glass, whatever it is, crystal door, whatever it is. <laughs> see Mr. Oz says, you will soon enough. Uh-huh. Dun, dun, dun. Tease, 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 tease. So, next issue is Monster Town. Oh, just what we wanted. Mm, more monsters. So, Tim is still in his cell. Wait a minute. I forgot to look at something. There's two cells beside him, right? Yes, there are. There's still those two cells. I'm saying, New 52 Superman, New 52 Lois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're going to be putting Hawkman up there, too. You know they are. And they're definitely putting Hawkman up there. And the reason why Tim Drake wanted to escape is because New 52 Superman and Lois rekindled their long-lost love that is in the five-year gap. And they're making super babies as well. Yeah, but it's hard to do yep. when your cells are across from like, across the hallway from each other. But they may. Oh, please! Do you think? Do you think they may cells? Have, remember, because Look. Lois, when she quote unquote died, says, "I see court." Okay. I don't think cell doors keep Lois and Clark apart. Well, we'll see. He's got to have some kind of superpower for that. I mean, a Batman can have every damn thing in his utility belt. Um, okay, so, which brings us to Superpowers, which is a really, 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 really good book by Art Baltazar and Franco. Yeah, you want a twist at the end of a story, this is it. I actually went, oh, when I read that last page, I was like, what? Yeah, this is two of six. And it's not weekly, so this will go to April. Yeah. So we have, on the cover, we have Composite. Is that Composite Superman? Composite Superman, yep. Which is part Batman, for those who don't. Mm-hmm. And then we have Superman, Flash, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um... Clark, as Superman, is in Lex Luthor's kryptonite fortress. Mm-hmm. Lex, I'm just warning you ahead of time. You're going to get radiation poisoning. Yeah, Lex, you're going to lose your mm-hmm. hand, dude. <sighs> so, of course, he's got to, you know, rub it in. He's mm. by Earth's greatest criminal mind of all time. Yeah, whatever. So Wonder Woman throws the lasso in, grabs Superman. <laughs> Lex goes, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> and Wonder Woman says, "Enough nonsense, Luther. I'll take Superman now away from your evil grasp." And of course, Lex goes, "Curse you, Wonder Woman!" Okay, go. So she takes Clark to his own fortress, and she tells him to rest. And she tells Carrie to keep an eye on him. And there's Crypto. Yay! Yay, Crypto! 
So, apparently the nutrients contained in the fortress of solitude will replenish Superman's body. Let him rest. Yay. And Supergirl says, will do. So, Central City, which is home of the Flash, something mm-hmm. strange appears out of nowhere, and it's composite Superman. Mm-hmm. I love I love when he when he comes down he says boo. <laughs> um So he's saying stuff like you pathetic primitive peasant Where is he? Where is the Kryptonian? And they're all running for the hills screaming help. And here comes Flash. He's so fast you think he's got four feet. <laughs> and he goes, Ha, excuse me, but did you say Kryptonian? You wouldn't mean Superman, would you? Hey, how'd you do? So they grab a hold of Flash while he's running circles around him. Mm-hmm. And he says, how'd you do that? And they said, you will never be fast enough. Hello, Flash, I know your weakness. I will finally defeat the Justice League. Just because you know Flash's weakness doesn't mean you're going to defeat the entire Justice League. Now, where mm. is the Kryptonian? Meanwhile, a new Krypton, oh, that's right, in the city of Kandor, um, Jarrell and Laura are expecting an, another child. Mm-hmm. Because they got, in Superman's family, they got taken out of the Phantom Zone. And they got funky in the Phantom Zone. Okay, yeah. that's true love right there. That's true love right there. They yeah. were like, what The, the are we baby do? that she's carrying right now was conceived in the Phantom Zone. Yes, and that's confirmed. Filmed in this comic, I was like, "Whoa, okay, yeah. Jorel and so, Laura, my word." <laughs> so, so Laura tells Jorel, "It's almost time." He says, "Really?" She says, "We better go." So they're walking out, and of course, Zod's gonna show up, going mm-hmm. to where Jorel. And Jorel says, "Out of the way, Zod. We have somewhere to be." He goes, "Oh yes, I see. Bringing new life to New Krypton. What do you want?" Why must you delay us? Push him. <laughs> something. Punch him. And says, I'm here to warn you, old friend. Or shall I say, the spirit of my old friend. And Charles, I don't know how you escaped the Phantom Zone. Ha! Huh. It was your invention and your son who freed me. How soon we forget. So, they talk about the Phantom Zone. It's unknown if the Phantom Zone can alter the DNA of an unborn Kryptonian. There's the question. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Jarrell says, out of our way, Zod. He's put of course. Uh-uh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. And Brainiac says, General, why do you torture them? Jarrell needs to know about his child. And if all goes well, I think your family will be just fine. And Brainiac says, I'm counting on it. Now, Brainiac considers himself a son of Jarrell because Jarrell invented him, right? Yep, 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 yep. Meanwhile, in Central City, <laughs> the puppet <laughs> Superman's got one thing on the hip brain. Where's the Kryptonian? Okay. So, says, first, tell me who you are. He goes, I am. And uh, Batarang comes in and knocks him in. His the, his Batman part, which is really funny, and he goes, <laughs> Batman, who's on the roof, and Flash is wrong. This guy right here is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So Batman has to tell Flash, 
He is the composite Superman. He's from the future. And then there's more crackling in the sky. And then the the bandaged Superman with the question mark on his chest from also Superman shows up. Superman? Yep. Uh, not quite. Yeah, it just shows it just shows uh how much knowledge Art and uh Art Delphaza yeah. and Franco have of um the Superman wide mythology and I was like, Oh, they brought this guy in. Yeah. Yeah, I because when we talked to Art and stuff he was talking about I mean, this is when the New Fifty Two was going on and they were gonna do the Superman family thing and we were talking to him and he was talking about all the ideas that he had and he said he told his wife this one idea that he was had for the story. She says, Oh, that's good. And he goes, Jeff John's good? She goes, Oh yeah <laughs> So yeah, they they're huge Superman fans, so yeah. Good. So mm-hmm. Bandage Guy says, Composite, stand down. You know it's me, you go after. Okay, so apparently this is the Krypt- this is the Kryptonian that you are after. So he calls him super fool. You should not have followed me. The future is where you belong. And Batman explains, that's the unknown Superman from the future. And Flash goes, holy Flash forward. And Batman says, you sound like Robin. And then Flash goes, what? So that, and so Batman, of course, has disappeared. And he says, so that's what it feels like. <laughs> so meanwhile, Cal wakes up in his fortress. And Supergirl's like, how do you feel? He goes, totally energized. And he goes, uh-oh, a disturbance. And Supergirl says, I hear it, too. Central City needs us. And so they take off for Central City. And so Composite's taking on unknown Superman. He says, where's the Kryptonian? And he goes, you arrived too early, evil one. I'm here, villain, says Clark in his Superman outfit with Crypto and Supergirl. What do you want? And Composite says, Who? Now Batman said unknown Superman, and that's when Batman throws kryptonite gas. <laughs> so unknown... He just had that. He just had that in his belt. Yeah, he had it in his belt. And so unknown grabs Bat- composite Bat- Superman and says, let's go, big guy. Farewell, heroes. See you in the future. So they take off through the black hole. And so mm-hmm. Supergirl's Kryptonian, what do you think he wanted with you, Cal? And Batman says, the composite Superman was not talking about Superman. Me? No. Arf. Nope. <laughs> that was crypto. It's not us. Then, Mother? Mr. Jarrell, yes. How is your wife and baby boy are fine? It's a boy? Yes. However, when your wife, Laura, was in the Phantom Zone, her and your son's Kryptonian DNA have been altered. What? How? Well, the Phantom Zone was created using Brainiac technology. Seems as though that same technology influenced your baby's development. What's wrong with him? Nothing. He's healthy. He was has good color. It's just he looks like Brainiac. Dun dun dun. <laughs> he continued, and they have maze puzzles, and they introduce other people in the book, mm-hmm. and it's really a good book. Everybody should pick up superpowers because Art and Frankel are awesome. Yep, and it's a very interesting story. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you want to start Wonder Woman? I got to get the dog outside. 
I will do Wonder Woman. If I cry, please excuse me. Um, right. This is Wonder Woman 13. This is um, the now storyline, not the year one storyline. And so last we left off, Diana discovered that she's never been back to Themyscira and everything was a lie. So here we have voiceover in the entire comic by um, Steve Trevor. And so Steve is holding Diana, who's completely in shock. And he says, Diana, oh, Diana, where to even begin? And this is by Greg Rucker. And the artist is Rintanio Huedes. Uh, the cover's by Liam Sharp. And so we have Steve Trevor Congeny says, you said you'd never been home. And then you didn't say anything anymore. And so he's whispering to Diana, who's still in shock, and says, it's okay, Angel. It's going to be okay. And the story of this is called Angel Down. And he says, and so then he goes, voiceover, whatever had been, had been here wasn't, or never was at all, an illusion or some other trick. But this was never Themyscira. Just a rock in the middle of the Black Sea. Just a rock we needed to get off. Off. And without you able to fly us, I didn't know how we'd do that. Except calling for a lift. So he pulls out his walkie-talkie and he says, Picket Echo Alpha. Picket, this is Echo Alpha. Condition Black, respond. I say again, Picket Echo Alpha. And then we see uh, the location of Picket and we see there's uh, vans parked outside, and there's gun bullets, and people have been shot. Uh, or bullet casings, rather. Gun bullets. And then Steve's still carrying on with his voiceover. He says, condition is black. Condition is black. Request immediate extraction. Map point Ajax. Picket Echo Alpha, please respond. And so then we see this sort of like SWAT team of all women come in and, you know, they've taken down everybody in the pickets, you know, everybody who was working on um, Essa Candy's team with Steve Trevor and his team. And so Steve continues, he says, repeat immediate extraction from map point Ajax. Something's happened to Angel. Repeat. Angel is incapacitated. And so the Maru lady says, Ray, confirm that Angel is who I think it is. And so Ray confirms, bring it up now. Colonel confirmed Angel is codenamed for Wonder Woman. And Maru says, that is just so sweet. I may throw up in my own mouth. Tell Flight we need the... Leah wheels up in 15 and local transportation once we arrive. Second team will sterilize this location. First team is on me. So they've taken down the entire uh, Pickett's team. And Mara's team says, let's give Wonder Woman a helping hand. Then we go back to Steve and he says, no answer from the good guys. No answer from home. And so then he sees a text message from Etta just 
telling us to run. And it says, Ticket compromise heading for the tall corn. Urge you to do the same. And he says, I've known Etta longer than I've known you, Diana. I've known Etta forever. And Etta Candy has never run from anything in her life. And so then he's saying, as he's reading the text message, he says, would have been good. Would have been good to have gotten this before I gave my exact location. Um, and so then his voice over is, "What? Whatever went wrong, it went wrong all the way." And so Diana is singing because she's completely dived off the deep end, and she's just in complete shock. And she's like, "Go away! Go away!" Unite wandering one. And so Steve's concerned. He's like, Diana, Diana, we have a serious problem. And so she's still singing, Go away, Strix, your name not to be mentioned. And Steve's like, And the one person I've always had faith could fix it when things went bad. Well, you weren't answering the phone, so to speak. And so then Diana looks at him and she goes, hmm? And he says, are you with me? Do you know where you are? Do you know who I am? And Diana looks confused and then she looks angry and she says, you will not trick me again. I know better than to look upon the face of the gods. That is ma- that is That way madness lies. And so he's saying, I'm not a patron, Diana. I'm Steve Trevor. And she says, Steve? My savior. And he says, yes. She says, yes. He says, I'm so sorry you are not real. And he says, I am, Diana. I am real. I'm right here. She says, how I wish you were. How I wish I was too. And so Steve leads her into the jungle and he says, so that was our situation. The picket compromised by enemy or enemies unknown, enemies that now know exactly where we were. Etta running dark and telling me to do the same. Trapped on a rock in the middle of the Black Sea with night falling. And so he takes her into a cave and he builds a fire and he starts building a weapon. And he says, so I did what you would do. I made the only call left for me to make. And I did the best with what I had. So we see him building traps with his weapons and ripping his shirt for some odd reason. Oh, he uses the material. Yeah, he just wanted to rip his shirt off. He says, and I tried to concentrate on what I could control. Instead of worrying about the millions of things I couldn't. Instead of worrying about you. And so we see Diana wandering off. And he says, Diana, Diana, where are you going? And she said, something is coming. Do you think they will take me home? And we see a helicopter arriving. And then from inside the helicopter, there's, there shouldn't be anything out here, Colonel. That island shouldn't be there. And so Maru says, Recon, fly over, Shar, and then find us a place to sit down. And check your gear and check it again. Shar, get me kale. 
they say at once. And so we're at Veronica Kale's office and Veronica's Kale office when she's calling and she says, cut the cap, you know who this is, Adriana. She says, why, Marina, you sound positively carbonated. Veronica is right here, eager to speak with you. And so Veronica is playing with her dogs and she's like, go ahead, Colonel Maru. And Maru says, with three minutes out, I want to verify our orders here, Doctor. And she says, primary objective is to determine if the island is indeed a possible getaway to Themyscira. If it is, we'll need Wonder Woman to open it. And then she says, if it isn't, we'll need her to show us where one is. If your intel is correct, she's, she's wounded. This may be our only chance to capture her. Mara says, understood any updates on your end? And she says, Command, Commander Caddy is some, Candy, sorry, is somehow still at large. And then she asks, do you need a second team? She says, not necessary. I've got a very good idea who she'll turn to for help. And then we see the holographic image of um, Barbara Ann. She says, keep me posted, Colonel. Kill out. And so we have Steve Trevor's voiceovers again. He says, when I saw the halo, I thought, well, I thought we were going to be okay. I really did. Figured, well, it's a Russian ride, but you take what you can get. Beggars can't be choosers, right? He says, and so then we see the um, Maru what team coming out of the helicopter and they're all like you know with their guns and stuff and standing out and he says then the doors open and they deploy and I knew we were in trouble Colonel Marina Maru if that rings a bell it should she even named her team after the family business Poison Whoever is coming after you has money. To spend on the best, Diana. Poison knows what they're doing. They saw the uh, trail sign and started straight for you. They didn't talk. They didn't make noise. They moved with discipline and confidence. They were good. As good as my guys. As Davy and Manny and Chris. Maybe better. And so we see them walking through the jungle with their guns and their night vision goggles and stuff. And so Steve says, you use what you have. You know that. I didn't have much. So I had to use you. I used you as bait, Diana. And so then we see him taking down some of the SWAT members. He says, honestly, I don't think you would have minded. Knowing you, if the the positions were reversed, you'd have done the same. It's funny, all these years, things, all the things we've discussed, we've never really talked about war. What it means to fight. And so then they make contact with the Maru team, the Poison team rather, and, you know, Steve Trevor's taking them down one by one with some of his traps going. And he says, 
we don't talk about the fear. I don't mean the fear in the moment. I don't think either of us feels that, to be honest. And so Steve's stolen the gun and he's letting off bombs and he's taking down these poison members and he's just doing his Steve Trevor thing. Does our lives, each in their own ways, have been about mastering that, being able to act without fear when needed? I mean, the fear that comes before the fear that comes after. It's not fear of death for me. Not exactly, I should say. It's fear of loss. Which I suppose one could argue is the same thing. Losing what we have, losing what we love, losing the potential of the future. So then we see an off-panel person say to Steve Trevor, say, so, I've always wondered, is she really bulletproof? I mean, why bother, why, why bother with the bullets and the bracelets if she is? I mean, so, we see Maru pointing a gun to um, Diana's head. And Steve's uh, overthoughts continue, says, losing you. That's what I'm trying to say. That terrifies me, Diana. And so Diana is still singing, and Maru says, let's find out, shall we? And Steve surrenders. He says, please don't. And she says, lose the gun. And she says, what's the matter with her? And so Steve says, I don't know. And she says, see, the problem is if she's out of it now, but I can't risk her coming back into it, you know what that means. And he says, yeah, that'd be a real shame. And so Maru says, so we understand each other. Good. And so she shoots Steve in the leg. And Diana says, survivor? And Steve is saying, you've got to run, Diana. As he's bleeding. And Maru says, he's hurt. Don't listen to him. And so Maru tells Diana, we need to help him. And Diana says, I I want to help. She says, I know. And so she picks up Steve. And, she says, and Maru says, good. You go that way up the slope. I'll follow you. And Diana is... Uh, Steve is trying to explain to Diana to leave him and to save herself. She's like, it's all right. I will help you, survivor. The way we have always helped each other. And then we see that mysterious black tree... On the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then Steve continues. He says, it's not something you've ever placed upon me. I need you to understand that. Um, it's what I've placed upon myself, or on myself, rather, since I first met you. I never wanted to let you down, Diana. And so they're trying to get Diana and Steve aboard the helicopter. And he says, I want to be better than I am. I want to be the man you believe I can be. And so then Steve and Diana get cover from their crew, from Davy and Manny and 
Charlie and the and Chief and everybody and they all come in a chopper to rescue them. And Steve continues says, I always want to be better than I am. And as much as I'd like to say that it's all about me, uh, it's only half the truth. Because it's about you too. It's about me wanting to be that man for you. And so then they get rescued by Steve's team and they get taken to London. And he says, that's why this is so hard. That's why leaving this for you to read, when you read it, if you read it, I hope you'll understand. I said I would be there for you whenever you needed, however you needed. And now I'm breaking that promise. Etta's in trouble. Dr. Minerva is not answering when I try to reach her. We're all without a home now. If we don't get you back, we may never find it again. Come back to us, Diana. Please come back. So we see Steve has um, enlisted her at a uh, mental hospital, mental institution. Yeah, where they're going to keep her that's got a bed for her so we don't know for sure yeah yeah and he says and it ends off with love your survivor oh and I'm like Steve you're not letting her down you're helping her you're being there for her even when she needs you but she doesn't know she needs you and I'm like Greg Rucker man you're bringing the stories I thought it was I really thought it showed their relationship and how, you know, he's only human, but he wanted to be a better man for her. Um, yeah. You know, and the whole Wonder Woman story is about what is a man and what is a woman. Mm-hmm. And he, when he says he wants to be a better man, he wants to, you know, not have any of the garbage that gets put on men. You know, he wants to be her man, you know, her, what she needs, and, um, you know, he really doesn't want to leave her, because right now she's going through something that, you know, he would really like to be there for her, for, and mm-hmm. it's not a physical thing, but it's a, you know, it's a mental and emotional thing. It's kind of, what is with Rutkin and women, women villains with messed up eyeballs? I have no idea. <laughs> I I think I know who this Maru character is, but I couldn't find anything. Right. I think she's an old I think she's an old Wonder Woman villain and it comes out that um she has the scar because one of the bullets Diana deflected went back onto her eye sort of thing. So there could be that sort of connection. I'm not too sure. And I couldn't find anything on her, so I was like, me, maybe I made it up in my mind. Well, we see this is probably the first time that they called her Diana Prince, I would think. This is the first time ever that she's been called Diana Prince since, like, before the the reboot. 
Right. Before, yeah, in rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And she's wearing purple, which we complained about before. Yeah, it's blue. It's it, on my thing. It's blue. So it's purple on mine. Uh, we can call it lavender. We can call it indigo. There we go. There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> and I thought Steve was a little too Oliver Queenish. Mm, yeah, it's I, a different artist. It's a different artist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, as Liam Sh- Liam Sharp actually came on Twitter and was like apologizing for not being the artist on this because he went to go and spend some time with his uh, wife's family and his daughters and stuff. I'm like, dude, you you can have a personal life. Don't need to apologize. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. It's it's fine. But yeah, um, I thought eh, he looks yeah. a little more like Oliver Queen than he does. Especially when he took off his shirt and he was making like little traps on an island and stuff yeah. like that and other. But yeah. his face is too but, narrow for Steve. I don't true. know how to explain it. It looks more like Ollie's face. Um, mm-hmm. But, okay, so here's my question. These, they, these recent stories, are they year one or are they, they're not part of the lies because the lies are finished? Lies are finished. Lies was um, revealed, right? The, the, the whole lie was that She'd never been back to Themyscira. Her entire New 52 life was a complete and utter lie. Yeah. Right? Right. It's fake. Right? And so this is called Angel Down. And then we get the truth starts now. Well, next time the year year one concludes. So in two weeks we get right. that one. And then in a month we get the truth part one. Yep. Yep. Okay. I think this is just for Steve. Right. You know, but they couldn't call it for Steve. Well, <laughs> and so I think it's, she's out of it right now, but I'm thinking she would have sacrificed her their relationships in order to protect him, you know, and we always thought that was the case, you know, but we'll have to see. Well, and that's the choice she has to make. She has to decide whether she still wants to be with Steve and do her thing or protect him. You know, like Clark always gets, I have to protect her, so we can't have a relationship. What? No, that's not how it's supposed to work. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, from what I've seen, the, the next cover for... For Wonder Woman fifteen, uh-huh. uh, is is Diana in a straight jacket, looking completely crazy. So I'm like, oh, they're gonna go down the whole um, emotional trip now, you know. Where Raka, I think, is doing a complete. I mean, he's doing spring cleaning, he's doing summer cleaning, he's doing autumn cleaning, he's doing winter cleaning. He's cleaning out all the junk, and yeah. from the synopsis I read, you know, it's going to be a complete, like, mental reconditioning for one woman. So she's not going to be the flutesy that was, you know, screaming 
at Clark for getting wet in the rain and that sort of thing. And I like that he's sort of taking his time. I really, really like that they're doing the two stories um, because I never really got a Wonder Woman origin story. And I appreciate year one. And I think it's done really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the last time they did a Wonder Woman origin story was when they rebooted in post-crisis. Right. That was before I was born, right? Right. So I never she saw He was that. kind of written out. Yeah, and the next sort of, the, the only other Wonder Woman comic I've ever sort of read because I really, really never got into Wonder Woman, just never understood it, was that one with Lois Lane. Oh, yeah. And and then I read Gail Simone's run, which was really good. Um, but it's more the sort of, how can I put it, the warrior in her and how she's an excellent fighter. And I don't want to see that. I know she's a good fighter, you know. I want to see the emotional story. Right, I and didn't that. I, I didn't get that in New 52, so well, I don't know what we got in New 52. Um, and now is like the first time I'm actually not only following a Wonder Woman story, I'm buying the comic. I'm in, I want, I'm waiting for that next week when it comes out and yeah very excited yeah and it's really good storytelling yeah so we'll move on to action the trial of Lex Luthor yeah I could care less you know <laughs> hang him <laughs> hang him so we're at the planet Nadisi far from earth so they've got Luther locked up, okay. And last issue, we saw part of McCall's background about how this was going to be his last mission because he's getting tired of killing peeps. So mm-hmm. he can see the future, and so they're arresting, trying, uh, possibly executing Lex Luthor for future crimes because, you know, he did go to Apocalypse and, you know, ruled Apocalypse there for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, we see, uh, this is called Men of Steel, Part 4, by Dan Jurgens, with art by Patch Zercher. Um, Clark is flying again with the ass with the green background. Hello! <laughs> I first met him, the one I knew anyway, in Smallville. Even then, I could sense that he was mani- manipulative. No kidding. A conniving source of trouble, a man not to be trusted. Today's Luther purports to be different, but I've had doubts. Well, especially since the dude, like, ruled Apocalypse for a while. Hello? Especially since the dude bribed his way onto the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I've got doubts about him. he should be stopped him. before he destroys lives. How someone has doubled down on that idea, Lacall, oh, now, sorry, 
now someone has doubled down on that idea. Lacal, the God Slayer, says he can see the future. Or Luther will take Darkseid's place as an intergalactic terror. How ironic is it that I'm in a position of having to save him? Well, that's what you do, Clark, okay? Mm-hmm. But what if Lacal is right? What if he can see the future and Luther is as bad as he claims? What if my best move, my right move, is to turn around and leave him here? Okay, one, I don't believe that Clark would say that. And here's why. Clark is the guy of second chances. If Clark thinks he can influence Lex in any way, the possible future could be altered. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. But apparently Lacole and, and those guys don't believe in possible futures. It's just the future. Yeah. They're like futures set in stone for dinner. And I'm like, whatever happened to freedom of choice to make the right decision? And that's what I love about this whole storyline. Because, like you said, we keep saying Superman's about second chances. Right. right? And now he's coming up against his ultimate decision of should he give this person a second chance. Right. Right, because I don't know, in this situation I'd be like, dude, hang Lex Luthor, I don't trust him. That right? takes too much panel time. And you know what, you know what, if a guy sort of forces himself to be Superman because right. that's what he's doing you know, after the whole New 52 Superman died, he bought the Daily Planet just so he could get a cape. And I don't know. It's it's so fake from Lex. And I'm just like, he's hiding something. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know. He, I don't probably know he would have done an apocalypse somehow. Somewhere. I mean, you know, you got the Dasad, you've got Granny Goodness, you got... God's free. You got all those people that probably could tell him his future, so whatever. Mm-hmm. So Clark comes breaking into where Lex is, and Lex says, Superman, what took you so long? And great. Just leave him, Clark. To go home? Earth? What's wrong with you? Are you drugged or not that I know of, but hard to think. Zade, he was here. He did something to weaken me on Earth. I don't know how yet, but it's effective. Lex, even my armor is compromised, and there's a big old thing on his back. It looks apocalyptic to me. And Clark says, I think I know the the culprit. Some kind of nullifier. You should be fine now. And Lex moans. Okay. In light of your own accusations against me, coming to my aid must gall you. Well, don't rub it in, Lex. You're still not off the planet yet. Duh. You know what, Clark? Clark should just be like, screw you, you bastard, and fly back to Lois. <laughs> I gotta get have lunch with Lois. So anyway, Clark says, you're protected by our laws and justice. I'm here to uphold those rights even more than I'm here to help you. Yeah, you go, Clark. Yeah. Well said, Clark. And thank you, Patch, for... That looks so good. Clarky. Mm. 
Patch Zutch, I'm surprised you didn't mention it. He gave us some clock butt art there. I was like, woo! Okay. So, Lex, is that <laughs> what you have to tell yourself to make this bitter medicine go down? Lex, shut the hell up! I always say that. <laughs> box too freaking hot. Clark says, enough, let's go. And Lex says, wait. Yeah. <laughs> there's something I have to get for, and that's when there's a big room, and it's one of those guys. I'm not sure which one. Zade. Zade. Zade the horn. Mm-hmm. So Zade says, aiding a mass murderer makes you as bad as him, Cryptodian. And, of course, the call's there with his word. And Clark says, until you show me proof of crimes that Luther has actually committed, it's hands off. And he smacks old Zade across the room. And these premonitions of yours don't count. And McCall says, my visions are proof enough. I know what's coming. The horrors he'll inflict. Clark is flying in the air because McCall's in the air. He's got two swords going on. That's some kind of pixie duck around him. I don't know what that's about. And Clark says, James, I think... I think, sorry to interrupt, I said, um, I think Lacal has more of new Genesis technology because... Oh. Hmm, that looks new Genesis-ish. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, otherwise, why have it? I'm sitting there going, why do Yeah, you- why, why have it? Why have a thing with stripes yeah. on Lex's back that you zoom in on, yeah. right? Right. And, and you show us. And then why have Lacal with spots around, you know, because Dan Juggins would have had to write, Patch put spots right. around his swords, right? So, right. Yeah. Give him pixie dust. Okay, so, Clark, playing through the air. Dreams of a possible future aren't enough. You have no right to take this man. And Lacal says, I have, and he bleeps out of, Existence for a moment, so Clark will fly past him. Every right. Our losses give us that right. Our suffering, our dead. And somebody says, show him God's lair. Let him see our pain. And Clark says, these seem harmless, or maybe it's not an attack. So there's bubbles everywhere. Apparently Lawrence Welk is there. But most of the <laughs> pain. And Clark says, he's back, oh, Lex says, he's backing off, Superman, take him. Oh, shut up, Lex. And so, Zade says, no, both of you will witness this. And Clark says, it looks like, and then Lacal says, this world, in the DC, long ago. Okay, well, first it looks like an eyeball, and now it looks like somebody's hair. Mm, looks like a marble. Yeah, and... Nicole says, peaceful, tranquil, home to the most wondrous poets, artists, and musicians could hope for. Until, oh, so it's just totally bliss. <laughs> Until that day. So Until see, that day. <laughs> yeah, so we see Parademon Horde. We see Lacalle with his wife and child. And he goes, run, Ma- Ma'ana. Run. And she goes, run where? The entire world is burning Lacal, and he goes, the transit hub is right around the corner. So everybody's running and screaming, and Parademon's flying. And as Lacal narrates, they came for our young conscripts 
to restock their armies. And his child says, the shuttle is destroyed, Daddy. What do we do now? And so the parademons are like, one last get girl. And Cole goes, no. And he picks up something and attacks. He says, you won't put my daughter in your terror orphanage. And, of course, Barazim's screaming. And then the other one says, weaklings fight. And so Bukal narrates, overall, no, but I couldn't let them take my precious Desai. And so he stabs one of the parademons, and they bleed blood coming out of the mouths. And so then the other parademon goes, fun now. So Bukal says, but I couldn't stand by and do nothing. And so he chops one of their heads off. And he says, they could have killed me in an instant. But they wanted to toy with me, break me in front of my family, laughing while they did it. And, of course, they're stomping on his face. And he says, kill now. Let girl take it with her. He was going to cut his head off. And Nicole says, that's a thought. And so that's when he drives a stake up through one of the parodiums. He says, but you won't be the one to do it. And then another parademon comes by and says, die. And then someone with black background muttering says, it is time. And they go, Lord, Master, why is your task not completed? And then we see a big old splash page of dark side. And they go, Shields, girl. And so Clark says, Parademons and Dark Side. Nicole says, Indeed. And I was foolish enough to hope that I could reason with him. Oh, yeah, good luck with that. Please take me instead. I'll serve you well in whatever you want. He didn't say a word. In those next moments, I would come to know helplessness, pain, and true suffering. Well, that is the anti life equation. Hello. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Dark side was too strong. He and those who walk his path are unstoppable, uncaring forces of their own nature. I don't know for sure why he let me live, but I have my suspicions. And so he kills both the wife and the child with the omega beams, and the call screams, no. I'd offer to serve him. He made sure I would as a witness. That is so cruel. Mm. Someone who could forever testify to Darkseid's way of terror, so no one would ever fight back. I'm sorry for your loss, truly, but that still doesn't give you the right, and the call says, you of all people should understand. Let Luther walk Darkseid path, and you could lose too, just as I did. And then Clark thinks he knows. Somehow he knows. Yeah, because post-crisis Superman knew a whole hell of a lot more about Darkseid and, and that crap than pre-52, or New 52 did. Because yeah, New 52, dude, knew nothing of Darkseid, really. Oh, he got captured by the sod in Justice League, and that was it. He charged headfirst to go and take down Darkseid, got smacked like a little bitch, and then got kidnapped because he was concussed, and Batman had to rescue him. Yeah. Most I'm still saying Batman, Batman, Batman okay. brought Batman 
wrong guy. Yeah. Batman brought back the wrong guy. Yeah. He got confused. He brought back the wrong guy. So Clark's pretty sure that Lacan knows about his family. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Metropolis, <laughs> people, the Genetocron building vanished, and I want us to be the one that finds it. That's got to be Perry. Yep. And so we have Mystery Clark. He says, I'm with you, Chief, but... And Perry says, I've told you before, Kent, don't call me Chief. Right. This story could be really dangerous. Genetocron tried to kill me. Oh, you poor baby. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the little thing from Cotton at the bottom. He says a version of the events in action, blah blah blah. Right. So like, is this like his side of the story? And no, you know, because New Fifty Two Superman obviously can't testify, you know, that this is true. And so, is this mystery clock that got me like, hmm, is mystery clock? Making a little story there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He acts mm-hmm. like a little whiny bitch. So. He does. He does. He says, you don't. Oh, so Lois is sitting beside him. She's looking at her phone. And Mr. Clark says, you didn't shut your phone off, Lois. You know how the chief hates. And then Perry says, can't. To be interrupted. Mm. <laughs> Lois says, sorry, I have to take this. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we got the thing about Perry and the phone in the New 52, remember, when Clark spied on her phone and her boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Perry says, for the last time, and Clark says, gotcha. What, what, what? He, meant, he, he said, yes, you know, man. for the last time, don't call me. He said, for the last time, don't call me chief. Yeah. That sort of thing. Hmm. So Lois is on the phone. She says, I know I'm late, but this is not a good time, John. He goes, I know, Mom, but Dad isn't home yet either. And I was just um, uh, wondering when, um, when we, well, when do you think you'll be home? And she says, as soon as I can, honey. Until then, you'll just have to make the best of it. And he says, so at least an hour. Gotcha. Bye. She's taking <laughs> bullets again, isn't she? So him and Kathy are partying in the kitchen, and John's like, all right, greatest day ever. And Kathy says, want to eat cherries? Mm. And meanwhile, Ranger is eating the leftover pizza. Yep. And he goes, thanks, Kath, all the cherries. And so. How much pizza did they order? Oh, my goodness, this Oh, hey, and they got like how many things a pop open? <laughs> Too much sugar. Steak, it's not like you haven't eaten in a, in a century. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the flash. They've got three tubs of ice cream. Okay, maybe three different flavors. Um, Like two bottles of, like two liters of pop each. Yeah, at least three pizzas, and then they got popcorn too. Yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you leave kids alone. <laughs> and cherries, it looks like she's putting ketchup on something, not cherries. So, <laughs> Lois says, so, Mr. Clark says, something wrong, Lois? She says, I had to let a guest know I'm running late. And goes, really? Anyone I know? Tashi, Debbie. Mm-hmm. 
Is he jealous? Is he jealous? He, he just strikes me as being a poop weirdo. Anyway, Lois is Clark. It's late. We're all pushing to to nail down this story. Now let's get back to work so we can all call it a day. And he says, okay, okay. Just trying to be a friend, Lois. I'm no, you're trying to be you know. nosy. You're trying to be nosy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you're like, you're like that 1938 Clark, but without the charm. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all that creepy, no charm. Yeah. And and every time we see him, he's like in shadows. Have you noticed that? Well. Like, like, like check this picture, right? The, he's got his glasses down. Yeah. His eyes are sort of slanted. It's very creepy looking. Serial killer. Stalker Clark. So, back to Nadisi. Clark says, I'm sorry for everything that's happened, but... And then Luther says, I didn't kill your family. Darkseid did. And Lacal says, fetch the item, Zaid. And Zaid says, right away. So then this chick from the Lord of the Rings shows up. I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. But, That's why I'm laughing. Oh, my gosh. So she says, your ability to comprehend and perceive is limited by your recognition of time, Kryptonian. Oh, we're going in that whole time thing. And she says, you must accept what we know as truth. And Clara says, not when the future is malleable. Mm. And you tell us, Buck. McCall says, insolence with Char is unacceptable. We Okay, first of all, you didn't say anything about his point that time was malleable. You're just saying, you be nice to this go to the rings person. Okay. <laughs> and she says, easy, Lacall. If it's more proof he needs, we'll show it to him. Clark says, unless it's proof of something that has already happened, don't bother. And Zade says, like this? And he has a mother box, of course. And <laughs> yeah, and like. Lex Luthor says, that's mine. That's mine. Like he's a six-year-old. Way to incriminate yourself, Lex. See, I've never seen this before. What are you talking about? Hidden in your cell where you thought we wouldn't find it. How is that even possible? That's that stupid. And (laughs) no thing. Didn't his sister have that damn thing? Uh, that ex- I was exactly going to bring that up because she used that to turn into Ultra Woman. And I'm like, when does this happen? Does this happen afterwards? We can't happen afterwards because uh, Lana Lang in, in Super Ho, uh, sorry, Side Ho is still, um, she's still having her mental breakdown about Lois Lane dying. Right. And then, and then she sort of, she met, she met, she, in this, in this, this is how confusing Phil Jimenez is making everything because he's not paying attention to the story. Right. He says, he says, Lana Lang has met Mystery Clock, uh, oh, sorry, not Mystery Clock, has met Lois and Clock uh, pre-Flashpoint, right? And that happened in Action 960, which was like 10 issues ago, was when she met Lois Lane, right? And so 
But now, in her story, it's moved forward that Lena has the mother box, but in action, Zade has the mother box. So I'm like, well, right now we're dealing with people who who execute people for future crimes. If they had the mother box and and Lena hadn't gotten it yet, they would go, your sister's a bitch, she needs to be killed, and you're paralyzed. So they really couldn't kill him. Yeah. Why aren't you know, they he, he may not be on dark side at that point if he's in a cell paralyzed and his sister's running around with her head disconnected. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly my point. Lena and Luther has already turned evil. Right? Right. Why are, why are they not going after her? Yeah. Why are they going after Lex, who is technically a victim in Superwoman, right? Right. Because he's he's he was just doing something good. He was making security uh flying ships with guns. Um and he got kidnapped by his sister and paralyzed. Hello. He's the evil one, not him. Hello? Did I get cut off? Okay. All right. No problem. And dog, I don't know what he's got kidney infection or what. Oh, don't say something like that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's like okay, you know, they should have taken Lena out at this point. So, and why would Lex think that he could hide it in the cell? <laughs> did he did he cut up one of the bricks and shove it in there and hide it? <laughs> Was it under his pillow? <laughs> So then Clark says, Luther had a mother box? And LaCalle says, a step from his followers on Apocalypse. The first and most important step as he becomes Darkseid's successor. Proof of his means and intent, which when combined with the visions of tomorrow, prove what he will become. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Lex- yeah, I'm like, hang Lex. Hang him. <laughs> Hang him now. Get him off the book. Okay. Lex says, preposterous. <laughs> I intend no such thing. Yeah, right, Lex. <laughs> then why do you have a yeah, mother box? moment so you don't get your head chopped off. And Clark says, but why else would Darkseid's people give you a mother box? Yeah, Clark, ask him that question. Get him, Clark. And the call says, one of the most ingenious devices ever built is easily open, opening the door to conquest, which he hid from us and you, Superman. Yep. Okay, so, Lex is like, because I needed to escape, you cretin. Okay, don't be calling people names. They're going to chop your head off. <laughs> chop his head off. So then the chick from the Lord of Rings says, you are the first to even have this opportunity to explain yourself. You were slated for swift termination, but instead the call brought you here to meet your final fate. Clark says, wispy visions are enough to condemn a man to death? How many times must we tell you that these are not mere visions? They show us the Future, but Darkseid's actions affected me personally. 
So, in the interest of fairness, I have recused myself. There are the remnants, the last survivors of worlds destroyed by Darkseid or someone like him. Of course, they wouldn't recuse them, right? Fairness, mm-hmm. you're all biased, says Lex, with no authority to make any determination regarding me. Now, Lexi, you don't know that to be true. And so they're all going, guilty, 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 just like in the Four Musketeers. Guilty. Okay. And so then Lord of the Ring woman says, the people have spoken. Your sentence is death. And Clark goes, no, I can't allow. And so she puts her hand on his chest and she says, understand that our laws extend to all worlds, just as a despot's destructive reach might. Surely you comprehend the vast number of lives we are, we're trying to save. And Clark says, only if you can be sure that LaCalle's visions are accurate. She says, they are and always have been. Let Luther walk away and you will experience the horror of seeing that for yourself. And Lex says, I've heard enough. Let's go home. What is this? And he's like, you know, he's getting, coming again in his limousine and he's barking orders to his, like his driver. Hello? <laughs> Clark's like, that mother box you have, it squares with everything I've ever thought about you. And Lex says, you can't mean. And Clark says, everything they're saying, it's true. You're guilty. Guilty. Dum, 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 dum. And next next issue is firing squad. <laughs> I thought they were going <laughs> to stop his head off. What's with the firing squad? Whatever, whichever way. I thought they were going to hang him. Hey. <laughs> Drag him around behind a wagon or something, yeah. So, next. Wednesday is Superman 14 and that's where we get like all the cover is all the versions of a Superman in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else have we got? Um, yeah. Nightwing 12. Who's the giant? Oh, the giant shark. That's uh, Who is that? Gail Simone um, talks about him. King Shark? King Shark. Um, Justice League versus Suicide Squad. We've got Wonder Woman versus Harley. Mm, I thought we did that already. Yeah, we did. Yo, Harley won. Um, Harley lost, so. Okay, we also have Justice League of America, the Atom Rebirth number one. Justice League 12, somebody's got a bloody nose and red eyes and swirly <laughs> around in front of his face. I don't know who that's supposed to be. Have we been um, reading Justice League? Oh, yeah, because Clark's not in it. Um, who is this guy? I don't know. Is that supposed to be Bruce? Um, Is that Maxwell Lord? But he's in Super Justice League versus Suicide Squad, not Justice League. Yeah, but he's got like that mind thingy, you know. I know. Mm. Mm. Who knows? Some dude. Um. Green Arrow fourteen. 
no black canary. Mm. Uh, Death of Hawkman, number four. That's only supposed to be six issues, so we're moving along here. He's on mm-hmm. the cover with, what's his name? <laughs> Captain Comet. Uh, name? Adam Strange. Adam Strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a big kaboom. Mm-hmm. Ugh, what's this ugly thing? Okay, there's a DC Comics January 2017 previews catalog. Whatever. Um, I'm looking. Oh, brother. Mm, mm that bro- yeah, that one. You saw that one. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Uh, Catwoman Volume 6, Final Jeopardy, Run, Cat, Run... Woman Run. I don't know what that's from. Oh, that's from a very, very long time ago run. I think so, because yeah. it looks, yeah. Uh, Bloodlines. That's a graphic novel. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, so Superman. Let me see what else. Justice League. Maybe Nightwing. This is like mm-hmm. Suicide Squad because we have to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be it for next week. Those will be the first comics we read for 2017. Yep. If you want to get the trade of Superman, uh, Super, Son of Superman, you can get that as well next week. Yep. Yep. Doing really well, Superman. Yep. Okay. So, 2016 in review. Yay! Uh, Things were plodding along very slowly until rebirth. Yes, they were. (laughs) We shall not mention the things that happened. Yeah, we we really don't. Because we have to read about them again in Sideho, so... Uh, yeah, and and besides, I mean, it, it just was not good Superman stories. No. No, it wasn't. And we have, um, so with Rebirth, um, we thought everything was going to be fine and dandy. Superwoman was advertised as a Lois Lane book. Mm-hmm. Died in the first issue. <laughs> DC got us. Got us good. We yeah, but everything else was pretty good, except the Superman number one, which featured, Rebirth number one, featured Lana Lang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is the only sort of comic, and number one, because I didn't like number one. Right. Um, From the current Superman run that I do have not bought, as right. or right. will ever buy. Yeah. Um, action because good, it, but yeah. yeah, they didn't have a rebirth action number one. So no, we no. had to read rebirth Superman number one. Yeah, and we were like, "Ooh, what's Lana doing in this damn thing?" Yeah, we were like, "If this is how you're gonna pitch it to us, it's not going so good." Yeah, but then she didn't show up again until. Super or Sideho, mm. which she narrated, and she always has to tell everybody she's 
Blana Blang. Blana Blang. <laughs> Hi, I'm Blana Blang. I'm an electrical engineer. <laughs> I'm a farm girl by blood. I'm an electrical engineer I by choice. Drugs. <laughs> and I'm a and I'm a reporter because I want to take everything off Lois Lane's. And everybody I know dies. <laughs> That should that should be like a warning signal for you. I am walking. Run. Thank you. Run, Steel. Run, Steel, while you still can. Yeah, Steel, man, how do you how did you not die? You know. No, we have to help everybody else. Yeah. So, action has been good. Superman mm-hmm. is good because they were supposed to have a book called Super Sons, but they're not doing it till 2017. Yeah, next uh, in January, I think February the first issue comes out. One of those. <laughs> one of um, those. <laughs> one of those. January, February, one of those. It'll be a monthly. Um, and I completely understand why they didn't Hi. go with Super Sons. Because, and in hindsight, I think it was actually a really good move well, yeah. to not go with the sun. But we were jazzed anyway. Then they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to do it to 2017. We're going to have a build-up. We're like, okay. Yeah, we know there's morons out there that don't understand, but. <sighs> we understand. We read all those issues of Lost and Clock. We love Johnny, okay? <laughs> Bring us John. We can lose Damien. He's not... You know what, Shane? Damien needs a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Damien need, needs somebody to teach him some manners. Yeah. And a friend. And um, I think John will do Why that. He'll save his butt every once in a while. I think every issue, John will be saving his butt. He'll yeah. Like, now, Damien... You shouldn't have made this monster angry. Now, Damien, why'd you go and take that secret gem from that cave? So, now, Damien, I have to keep rescuing you. This is getting irritating. Yeah. Um. You know, even, even though, you know, Mr. Oz showed up in Detective. Mm-hmm. And so we're going through that. Um. Superman's been in Deathstroke. What else has he been? He's not in just He's been all over the show. Huh? He's been all over the show, except Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Uh, well, I ha- Wonder Woman has been very, 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 very good. We're actually reading it. Yep. With pleasure. We're actually very emotionally in, I don't know about Holly, but I'm very invested in Wonder Woman's journey now. Yeah. Oh, I want to find out what the truth is. So do I. I am very grateful to Greg Rucker because he, um, they, listen, they killed the foe, man. And then Greg Rucker came in with like nails and he went, gut, 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 gut on that coffin, and he shoved it off into the sea and let it just die. Right. Um, it's dead. 
is don't bring it back. You know, I, I could give a rat's butt about Justice League. What's it? Action? Yeah. Action? <laughs> I'm not watching that. So it doesn't faze me. Yeah, with Stephen Moffat of Doctor Who does a better Superman story than Justice League action, you know you got problems. Highlight of 2016 is that Doctor Who special. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, Yeah. What else? I mean, probably the, the, the rebirth announcement with them, you know, Jurgen's coming out. John's coming out. Mm-hmm. And they totally dust Jim Lee and tell him, like, Please. sit down and dude. be quiet. He's like, shut <laughs> up. I'm trying to sell comics here, dude. Yeah. I think just the whole approach of Rebirth, the way uh, Dan DiDio and Jeff Johns came out and sort of said, we're sorry, mm-hmm. you know? Um... I took it. I took it as a big. We are so sorry. We did this to these well, characters. Well, at least they said oh, we, we knew we had problems. Yeah, no. We knew we had problems Dude. when, when in New York Comic Con, nobody was interested in Everybody anything we had to say. Laugh, you know, whatever, dudes. Yep. That's all you got. Oh, that's nice. That's because they're yep. trying to shove DCYOU down everybody's throats, and like, what? Yeah, people took one look at. What did you call him? MMA fighter clock? Yeah. And they were like, oh my God, that's the bullshit, please. Yeah. Like, you know, we kept saying, they, I I know this, we kept saying in every show, they cannot drag him any lower. They dragged him. They cannot drag him any lower. They dragged him and they dragged him. And finally, all they could do was kill him. Yeah. Apparently, people at the New York Comic Con did a diggle. <laughs> I'm out of here. And, yeah, I'm just glad, you know what, there's that old thing, better late than never, that they realized they lost touch with their their fans and they lost touch with their readership because when you think DC Comics, you think these epic stories of legendary heroes. Right. right? Great characters with great mythologies. Yes. That's what sells the book. Not the freaking flash page. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, somebody tweeted out today, um, people were posting today pictures of videos of, you know, all those, those kid the when when Man of Steel came out, those kids who were like they'd play the flight scene and babies would actually react and go, Oh, oh and start flying like Superman. Yeah. And and they posted that and I then added my two cents worth to the the thread and I said, Of course, because Superman's greatest power has never been how much he can punch anyone. Right. It's always been about how much he can inspire you. And look at the, the, the childlike wonder on this kid's face. That's what Superman does, right? And that's why he's the greatest. And New 52, DCYOU, all that nonsense lost that. 
because somebody thought that Superman is only good when he's a battling alien 24-7. That was a stupid thing ever. If they find a way to destroy Superman to get him out of the Mm -hmm. view, that would have been it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they did do it. We did. We didn't have Superman for five odd years, right? I didn't read Wonk, so I don't know how. Didn't that didn't bother me? Um, but yeah, for people who read Wonk, like you, poor unfortunate soul, um, you had no Superman for a longer period. Yeah. And so. Yeah, DC lost their readership because they lost the essence of what Superman and Wonder Woman is supposed to be about. And if you don't get the essence of Superman, then you don't get the essence of the DC universe. I don't care how many Batman books you have. That's not going to replace what Superman brings to the table and always has. I mean, he brings the table. Yeah. I mean, Dan DiDio kept you know, keep saying the way Superman goes, the way everything else goes. Yeah. Superman was in the toilet and then some. Yeah. Uh, he was halfway down that pipe. Okay. And it's sad that it took them that long to realize it. I'm glad they did. So, yeah, highlights of 2016 is the return of Superman. The good one. <laughs> Not the bad one. Yeah, basically, DC gave us fake Superman for five years. Mm. And we called him out on it for five years. And I'm like, oh, no, this is really Superman. You know, it's like the news, you know. Mm -hmm. Mainstream media gives us fake news. No, no, this is real news. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Where's your facts? Oh, no, uh, what? Yeah, people don't need facts anymore to present news. And I'm like, sitting there and I'm like, eh, eh, what? Yeah, what happened to... People don't need facts to start freaking wars either. Mm. What happened hey. to real journalism? That's why they wanted to kill Lois Lane. Yep. No facts, just just propaganda. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's basically what we got in the New 52 was propaganda. Oh, no. There's the top ten couples of all time, and Superman and Wonder Woman made number one. Huh? And we were like, excuse me, where was the votes for this? No, oh, well, see, you don't need votes or facts. You just need propaganda. Mm-hmm. Well, they deleted that from their blog, so... Oh, when did they do that? Um, I don't know exactly, but I was looking for the thing once... Yeah, one time when you asked me who was on there, and so I was looking for it on their blog, gone, vanished, like it never existed. Yeah, but it was years later, right? Yeah, years later, like recently now for Rebirth. Yeah, you know, that's what the splash pages were, you know, basically, oh, no real story, here's a splash page. Mm -hmm. You don't need a real story. Mm -hmm. You know, splash page, splash page, splash page, dinner with Penny Spivet. That's skinny. 
Yeah, no, no. Another highlight of 2016 for me was Batman v Superman. Yeah. That came out this year. That came out this year. Yeah. And um, the the Twitter polls came out. It was in the top 10 for the entire year, which means this hashtag trended more than nine months of the year. Um, Batman v Superman was the most talked about movie of 2016. Take that. Well, that's it, true because be- first they talked bad about it and then everybody else saw it and said, you're full of shit. It's a good movie. Yep. It's a really good movie. So enough with your damn propaganda. Here's the fact. This is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And people are still talking about it, which is what the movie intended for us to do. It was to create intelligent conversation. Exactly. So, well well done, Zack Snyder. You won. You won. Yeah. What else was good about? Um, The death of the Fomance. (laughs) Kill the Fomance. Thank you. But then they resurrected in Justice League action. No, 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 it doesn't that, that that is that is out of continuity. A twelve minute show doesn't That was the free I'm Justice League war, but that didn't stop them. Yeah, no, no. All those movies are doing horribly. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. the last movie to do any good was Superman Doom. Superman Superman Unbound. Unbound. Yeah. Yeah. Cork yeah. proposes to Lois. Gee, that should be like a wake-up call to you, DC. Hello. Ding, ding, ding. The bell has everything done. before you get to that point. Hello. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. You don't even need a mother box to figure that out. Maybe they do. Who knows? So, what else great happened? Well, two th- I mean, you, we really can't say enough about Rebirth. Saving everything, <laughs> including everybody's mental state. Yeah, no. Rebirth, I think, was... We can talk till next year about it, you know. Rebirth is... It brought back Superman. It brought back Wonder Woman. It brought back Green Arrow, Black Canary, Nightwing. Yeah, I mean, it brought back heroes. You know how we kept complaining about the New 52? Nobody was heroic. Nobody. Everybody was selfish. Everybody was self-centered. I keep going back to Diana... Like, I don't even want to call it Diana, Tiara, um, you know, squealing because Clark gave an elderly couple their cap. Yeah, like, woman hasn't been in rain before. Exactly. And we were stuck with stupid stories like that. And Rebirth, thank you, Jeff Johns and... Dan Jurgens and whoever else, Greg Rucker, who you know, all these people were main people involved in this, who came in and said, "Let's bring back real heroes." Yeah, you know, since we're in the hero business. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. He, people are buying comics about superheroes. Maybe we should give them some heroic people. 
genius. Yeah, except for that one flawed book. Yeah, well, I can forgive one flaw in no, pretty much. No, I can forgive that book. That book is so atrocious, it's not even... Which one are you talking about? You know, Side Ho. Oh, no, I was talking about Rebirth Superman. I don't even want to talk about Side Ho, please. But, but I'm, why is I'm saying? Okay, you say it. Okay, we'll bring, give people heroes, superheroes. Mm-hmm. They got a book with super in the title, but she's no hero. She ain't no hero, definitely not. She's not even a hero as a human being. Yep. She's not even a human being. Oh, and here's another thing. All the women in that book suck. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, Lois is sort of uh, haunting and nagging Lana. But she's a of Lana's imagination, so it's not really Lois. Right. Lena is crazy. Uh, Lana is crazy even as Lana. more crazy. And, no, nothing can be as crazy as Lana, okay? Yeah, and when she starts turning down John Henry, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold mm-hmm. on. Yeah, we're wrong to humanity now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd rather take drugs than be with John Henry. And I'm like, what? What? So, Jimenez, is this what you think women are? Like, traitorous? Apparently, Phil Jimenez does. Hmm. Anyway. What are the highlights that we have? (laughs) You know what? I'm going to put Suicide Squad there because they did an honorary Superman thing. Yeah. Yeah, anytime somebody says Superman changed the world when he flew across the sky mm-hmm. and he changed it again when he didn't and have me crying all over again, well done, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yep. And? And you, made, and you made more money than, like, Avengers movies and stuff. Yeah. And... They brought back Hawkman. Yeah, they brought Even back Hawkman. Even though they're going to kill him Shut- off. Just as a naked Hawkman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? He, he's not as bad as he was in Savage Hawkman. I think he, I think maybe he got some Hawkwoman nookie. <laughs> we did see him with a, with a lovely lady. Yes, but... <sighs> well, and... Yep. Maybe they could send back Hawkwoman. Well, yeah. I think because Rebirth gave us hope because they have a mystery that needs to be solved. Mm-hmm. And, and we know it's and love is the key. Not like it. 252. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And love is the key to solve the mystery. Yep. And, oh, and Wally West. And Linda Park. And and the Titans, you know, like Donna Troy isn't trying to kill Wonder Woman anymore. Right. And I love how they just skipped over that rock. Like, she's just good again, you know. It's done. And it's not that other whatever the hell that was. Yeah, and Nightwing in blue. Yes, Nightwing in blue was like 
the second big thing. They were like, yes! You know, some people don't understand what that meant to everybody. We're like, oh, thank you. Thank you in blue. Yeah, people were like, okay, Nightwing's in blue, but most people I saw were like, thank the Lord. I mean, I saw one person who made a list of, like, the top things they're looking forward to in Rebirth. Number one was Chloe's. Number two was Nightwing in blue. And I was like, yes, I agree with all that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So let's have 2017 will give us two sets of Superman with their Lois's. And their own mm-hmm. Because we can handle it. <laughs> we can handle it. We will buy it. Yes, we will buy it. it. Most it important. that you can write a courtship. Yep. Not they need stop. to redeem him. Yeah. Yeah, they need to redeem both New 52, Superman and New 52 Lois. They need to make up for what they did to them. Yeah. I mean, they're mm-hmm. doing it with Wonder Woman. Her and Stevie are... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Stevie so, are just all like over her. each other. Like, almost not literally, you know, but it's good enough. It's right. Uh, emotionally and psychologically, and they've kissed. Yeah, until they were interrupted. <laughs> yeah, but New Fifty never got to do that. Nope. Oh, yep. And Clark. Yeah, no, they they need to do that. Yep. Yeah. Can you imagine it's been how many years since Lois and Clark kissed New 52? Um, they've never kissed. Right. So, yeah, five years. Did you ever hear anybody say that a version of Lois and Clark never kissed for six yeah, years? That's just that's just like suicide. Yeah. Good way to kill the DC universe. So, yeah. Yep. So, 2017, let's hope New 52, Lois and Clark and Superman come mm-hmm. back and have their own stories and fill in that freaking five-year gap. And then just, yep. you know, go with Ruck and just, boom. Just yeah. smack over the lies and just go with a really good story. Yep. We want the truth. Yeah, we want the truth there, too. Mhm. Yeah, not the propaganda piece that we got. No, definitely not. Not real fact, baby. Mhm. But anyway. All right. I'm gonna say night. <laughs> well, you have a happy New Year because it's New Year over you here. You too. Well, not quite. Um, not quite. A few more hours. <laughs> Alrighty. And so, happy New Year. Yep. Happy New Year, and may 2017 be filled with even more Clovis. Yes. And better and good stories and great stories and great mythology. Yep, we're getting two great movies, Wonder Woman, Justice League. From what I've seen, I'm already going to go watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was no doubt I'm going to watch both of those. Yeah. Okay. So everybody have a great week. Enjoy your comics and we'll be back probably next Saturday. Yep, definitely. All right. Night, Tej. Thanks for the great show. Night, night, Holly. Bye. Bye-bye.